0: Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Sirigliano. Welcome everybody to In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano, with special guest and NFT investor, Rocco Santillo. So I saw, I saw um, like Dave East, uh, there's DJs and shit like that too, who sell their music as NFTs. So not a picture, but music. How does that work?
1: Right, so I've been seeing that more and more, and I actually don't know 100% how that will work. I'm guessing it'll probably be literally just um, like a song, I would say. I don't really know exactly because I haven't looked into it too much. I know Tory Lanez was, like, one of, the, like, in the music industry, at least, was, like, one of, like, the first people in this stuff, and he was, like, yeah. crushing it. And so he was, like, one of the – but, yeah, I've been seeing that more, like – they're they're actually saying that NFTs are gonna be the reason that record labels are done because they're saying that people are just gonna go this way instead of using record labels because uh they can still distribute their music in the way they want, <clears throat> but they don't have someone taking all the money. Cause another thing with NFTs is like if you release an NFT, there's royalties on each one for the creator. So every time that NFT gets transferred, but like if I sell it to him, he sells it here, he sells it here, every time that gets transferred, there's like a 10% royalty that goes to the creator. So I mean really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you, there's, there's potential to make a lot of money creating NFTs.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's why you see so many, like, at least I've seen, there's a lot of shitty projects that got made by people. Like I seen this one, it was called stoner cats. Uh, it was before I was really in the pro in the NFT space, but uh, me Kunis and Ashton Kutcher made it and they made about $10 million on it. And it was just shit. It didn't do anything after, wow. but like they made their money. So it's over. Like if you can get people to buy your NFTs, um, and you're famous, like which is which is why it's like kind of. I feel like if you're famous, it's pretty easy to make an NFT if you really want to make a lot of money. Yeah, because if you sell out at, you mint at whatever you can mint at. 0.5 ETH, which is about four, like two thousand dollars. You sell out six thousand of those, whatever. Do the math, you make all that money, and then it's up to you whether you decide to put that back into the project and make. Uh, the roadmap good and give it utility or not, which I don't know the whole story about. Mila Kunis's project was, but I just know that it didn't go well
0: after. So what do you, so there's obviously the route you can take with NFTs where you buy it, <clears throat> the community kind of sets a, a flow price for it, and you all agree on we're not selling anything under this price. That price, I'm assuming, fluctuates based on the popularity of the NFT. Yeah. So what about I want to tie this into now the metaverse. How are NFTs going to be utilized in the metaverse?
1: So they can be utilized based on what they are. So like I was telling you, now we can kind of talk about the land, like I, what I was saying. But so I, um, for for these profile picture type NFTs, like Board of Yacht Club and stuff, those will probably be mostly used for skins in the metaverse. Like you can probably put that on in some way or another. And mm-hmm. have that on and then that'll probably turn you into a celebrity in the metaverse. Like that's pretty much how celebrities will be made in the metaverse is based on what you'll be wearing and what your brand is, basically a society is still. And then um there's games coming out behind these NFTs. So some NFTs are they're releasing their NFT and then they're putting in their roadmap that they're developing a game. And this is where the most successful NFTs really come from, is if if they can make a game that coincides with the NFT and then lets you earn more um, stuff from the, uh, from the game for your NFTs. So that's how they'll be essentially used is you'll be able to just bring the NFTs into the metaverse with you. And like, I've seen instances where there's different NFT products where they're, they have houses and then you can put your NFTs in the house on display and you can set up shops like this. Where you can people pay to come in and look at that NFT inside the shop in the metaverse. And then this uh, is where
0: the like an art museum almost.
1: Yes, exactly like that. And this is where the um, land comes in. So this land, they're being released as NFTs. It's um, mostly on the two uh, accounts, I'll call them, are Sandbox and Decentraland are probably the two biggest ones. They're selling land right now. And this land is going for disgusting amounts of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like a lot of money, like for just a little plot, like, the, like a little square of, of land
0: on a map in a, yeah. in a, in a digital world.
1: Yeah. So you like, Bro. they're small, like think about like a pixelated picture and take out one box and you buy that and you could do whatever you want with it, but you're spending th- it based like 30, 30,000 and up.
0: So I want to tie this into Grand Theft Auto for one of two reasons. One, (coughs) the audience is going to understand that more. And two, I'm part of that audience that will understand it more. (laughs) So, So when you're saying that you can buy a small pixel size plot of land in relation to Grand Theft Auto, are we talking you're buying like a piece of sidewalk or are we talking you're buying like a brick on the side of the building?
1: No, no, okay, yeah. So it's relative, it, like to to what I'm looking at on a computer screen. If you're looking at a picture of a CryptoPunk, that's what it looks like on. From if I'm looking at a computer, that's what it'll look like. So it'll look like a literal like box. But in in the Metaverse, you're buying a plot of land that's big enough where you could put a store on or a house on or something like that. And then obviously okay. you buy bigger land and smaller. So usually, I mean, you probably could buy a, a piece that would be the size of a sidewalk. That would definitely not be. I don't think it would be like 30,000, but I could be wrong. If you buy in like a popular area, cause there's going to be, there's going to be like, it hasn't happened yet, but in this metaverse, there's going to be spots that are like LA and Miami where stuff's way more expensive to buy. It's going to turn into that. Who knows what it's going to be called. But if uh freaking Kim Kardashian buys a piece of land somewhere, someone's going to buy, want to buy a piece of land next to her, but it's going to be way more expensive when he buys it compared to when she buys it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, exactly, because she brought the price up.
1: Right. So, I mean, you know, the land is definitely going to, most of the land that's going for crazy amounts of money is big enough to put a store, like, one that I just saw, I forgot how much it got sold for. It was, I think, in the millions, was big enough to put a hotel on, and they're planning on making it a casino in the metaverse.
0: So, this metaverse literally is a simulation of real life.
1: Yeah and there's no there's literally no limit on how insane it can get. I know sometimes it sounds like you're the crazy old guy outside screaming at the sky, but there really is no limit to how crazy you can get. Like you can literally be like if you've ever heard of or seen Ready Player 1, they put those goggles on and they're in they're there. Like they're yeah. literally in that place and they're walking around. Like it could get there, who knows? Like no one knows how. I the way I see technology going and the way that people thinking about like the digital future like there's no limits there's no limits (laughs) like i don't know what it's going to look like but i'm really excited for it i'll say that
0: wild so have you um have you gotten into the whole metaverse side of nfts yet or are you still just like kind of dabbling into nfts as a whole
1: so yeah no i'm not really i wouldn't call myself I, i don't think i'm in the metaverse at all unless you'd say that from me being in nft and being in the one nft that i'm in like that would be the only way that i'm i would be attached to the metaverse right now because i'm not i wish i would have bought land because if you would have bought land months ago you could probably get bought it for 30 dollars and it, it would be worth fucking like, hundreds of thousand dollars now but yeah no i wouldn't say i'm really in the metaverse yet but uh damn i lost my train of thought but
0: yeah I don't know. no you're good <laughs> um so i just so the metaverse it's, it's hard to even understand this shit. Like, so the metaverse is going to be a legitimate thing that people are like actually dedicating time, money, effort to. This can essentially be like people can wake up and instead of going to work, they can go to work in the metaverse
1: type shit. Essentially, yes. Like, I, of course, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. And I think that's the coolest part is that no one knows what it's going to look like yet. But essentially, yes, that's like, what i've been kind of getting from because i like i even though i'm not in the metaverse completely like i look at a lot of shit on it and i research a lot about it because i just think it's so cool so mm-hmm. like essentially yeah that's the vibe i'm getting from it so they're like but part of the reason that i'm not more like versed in the metaverse i feel like is um blaming it on the, my ignorance to how quickly i felt that i could get into NFTs, which is a huge mistake that i see a lot of people making now it's the same one that i made even though i didn't lose any money but like I started this and I wanted to start buying NFTs like two months ago. Right. But when I started, it's like, there's so much more to it that you just, that you can't just jump in and start
0: buying. Like, you walk, know, me like through, I walk me through the process of buying, getting ready an to buying an NFT. Okay.
1: So um, the best way I would say is there's a few different um, websites that I can bring up now. There's one called rarity.tools. Mm-hmm. And that shows you a lot of um, new and upcoming NFTs, and it gives you their Twitter, website, and Discord. Okay. And so you can look at all that, and then it'll tell you how much it's going for, when it's going on sale, all that. So that that helps you to look at like upcoming NFTs. And that's I feel like when I first started, I thought I was like a pro, and I was looking on Rarity Tools, like, oh yeah, this one's going to go crazy. Like I was just completely wrong because, like, you think you know what you think you know what one is going to go crazy, and you're just like, all right, well that literally did nothing but what what dictates
0: one going crazy
1: uh so what uh it's basically the creators the art so like if you have a known creator so you want to look at what they've done in the past so like if you got someone that's had success in the past with a different NFT project and he's in charge and you got an artist who's known for some other art that's a pretty good sign that they're gonna do they're gonna have some success but that's not saying that's that's like that's 100% of the time and it's not saying that hundred percent of the time the people or the products that you want to get into. And like, if you don't know the creator and everything, they're going to do bad, but it's just like, that's like a good telltale sign. If you, if there's a known creator, good artist. Um, and then you want to look at their roadmap, which I mentioned earlier, which is literally just a future. So it'll usually show uh, 0%, 25%, 50, 75, hundred percent. It'll show like those are steps and it shows each step what they're going to be doing at these steps. And it's really good to look at what they'll be doing and seeing how much of that money they get that they're going to put back in the project. But you don't want them to put everything back in the project because that's where a lot of things fail. Because when you're not paying your workers and everything, that's where everything just, you know, kind of huh. falls apart. Yeah. So, um, but like, yeah, so that's how you kind of, I would say you look at good ones and um, you, uh, you want to follow people on Twitter and you want to look at people that have good alpha and people that have like been successful and can call. And like, so then like, I, I'm not saying you look at someone like Gary Vee mentioned the project, going, and you buy fucking 20 of them because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know even, but it's a good place to start, but about buying them. So yeah, uh, you want to, you can start by following people, look at what they're mentioning. just look at joining discord, seeing what people are talking about, seeing what people are excited about. And then like me, like I saw, the one that i'm in get posted on a, a page and it was just like very like there was a lot of excitement in the comment section uh, it, it was posted by a huge page and that's always good because no matter who's buying it it just matters if people are buying it and then that's where the community comes from right so that's how you want to look at it and then but then that's like the easiest part is okay not the easiest part but like say okay you find a project right then you have to set up something you have to get a digital wallet and there's a few different kinds, but the I, I would say the universally accepted best wallet is the MetaMask wallet. And so this wallet's super important in like your whole entire like journey with all this stuff. Like this uh, this wallet can hold crypto, all your NFTs, everything. Mm-hmm. And you're given a phrase. I just feel like I should mention this just because it's so important. But you're given a phrase in that wallet. It's a 12 word phrase, and um. You can't tell anyone this phrase, obviously. You have to keep it very secret. And if you lose that phrase, no matter what, you cannot get back into the wallet. Like the, like the creator of the wallet cannot get you back in. Like, if that phrase is gone, you're done. Like, you could, there's people, there's stories about people with like hundreds of thousand dollars in these wallets and they've lost their phrase or broken their little encrypted uh, hardware mm-hmm. and they just, it's gone. It's just floating in the, in the blockchain. Like, it's just gone forever. And
0: there's no way to get that back.
1: Nothing there's not if you lose that phrase, you're done. There's nothing you can do about it, which is nuts. And like, they make that very clear, that there's no way to get it back once you lose that phrase, no matter how much money's in it, you could have a billion dollars and you can't get it back, bro. But that's fine, which is crazy, which is scary. So, like, for me, I wrote my phrase down and I put it somewhere really safe, and yeah, and hopefully, I never lose it because.
0: Of course, so like <laughs> what I said. In your wallet?
1: No, not anymore. I mean, I spent most of it on the NFTs, but I had like I didn't have a shit ton. I had like a probably a grand in there, but now I got my NFTs in there, so yeah, <laughs> more. They, they, <laughs> yeah, I got. It. But um, yeah, so then you got your wallet set up, and then there's a lot of stuff you have to be really careful with in this kind of thing because there's scammers everywhere in this space because it's so easy to scam people because everyone's so naive. Oh, absolutely. So, like, they'll set up literal entire fake websites of the same NFT that you're looking for. And then they'll send you a DM or a message on Discord and be like, minting's live. And then you're like, oh shit, it's live. I thought it was yesterday. And then you go in, then you connect your wallet, and then they take it all, it's gone. So, like, you, when you go on these websites to mint or to get the NFT, you have to connect your wallet to the site. And then that's how you do it. And then you have to like sign, sign uh the transaction fee goes through you have this much in your wallet sure and then you get your NFT sent to your wallet. Mm. But that's how a lot of people get fucked because they, they don't realize that this is a fake website or they accidentally give people access to their uh wallet and then you can't get it back. And like that's another like when you're scammed out of your wallet, that's another part where you're screwed. You can't get it back. Like you're done. There's too many people.
0: How can you tell the difference between you actually going in and trying to buy an NFT? and you getting scammed is there like a, a telltale sign like i know like for phones if you get a text message from a number that has an area code in it and it's from like a larger company typically that's a scam so is there, okay. is there like a telltale sign that you're getting scammed or is it kind of like good luck
1: no there, i mean like there's i've like i've gotten tons of scam messages and like you just got to be smart about it like and like when you join these discords, cause discord is a huge part of the NFT space. You're going to have to be on it. if you get into these or if anybody does, you're going to need discord, but um, a discord, like you'll, you'll join your community's discord mm. and then they'll tell you, every community will tell you, we will never DM you. No one official will ever DM you. Don't answer. Don't click on any links. And there's always people that DM you that have the same title. It'll say, like the title of the project and then it'll give you this link it'll say this is live you click on it and if you click on it it's okay you won't be screwed if you just click on it but once you connect that wallet then you're fine
0: damn But
1: like i i would say it's pretty i i would say it's pretty easy to tell if it's a scammer though like honestly like you just have to not be naive like you can tell Like, on Instagram, you'll get DM'd by an account that has 15 followers. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure this is a –
0: yeah, I'm not going to send you
1: anything. (laughs) Like, it's not, like, like crazy hacking. Like, it's literally, like, I could do it. It's very easy.
0: Right, it's just them – I mean, I guess on Discord, I
1: can see it. Yeah, I guess on Discord, I can see it a little bit because it's a little bit tougher to tell. But still, like, you just – you're not – you think you're the only one that's going to get dm'd on discord because the minting's live like they wouldn't do that separately first right, of all. exactly and they told you a million times that they're not going to do it so why would you
0: even think right no that's that's a fucking fact like if you yeah. i feel like when you're in a community that's the only i mean it, when you're in a community that's the only communication you're going to have is within that community right
1: right i mean there's different channels within the group chat but like you wouldn't get a, a, a complete separate, they wouldn't add a channel just for you unless like you created a ticket, which is just like a, like a DM, like you yeah. could tell. <laughs> so, right. But uh, it's like anything else, like in scanning, like, I'm sure you've, someone's tried to scan you before and told you to put your credit card into this. Yeah. You don't do it. Cause you know, <laughs> you know, you're going to lose your money.
0: Exactly. So with the, uh, with the NFTs, what are you, what do you see the grant? Like the, the future greater picture of NFTs. What do you see that being?
1: I I don't think there's any limit on it. Just like the metaverse. I think it's literally, it goes hand in hand with the metaverse. It can go as far as it lets itself go. Like it's, I literally see it as the entire future. Like I see it as this can, they, they can become warehouses. They can become record labels. Like you can, I think they're going to be the next thing. You can buy clothes on digitally, just everything. And they're just going to be, represented in this way so like it'll be art like all these artists that have been struggling in the past because they can't get paid for shit are making are making nfts and getting more money than they've ever seen their entire life like a very famous person about that is called Beeple, Mm -hmm. who he's been like in the number one nft sales for a while now because he he like was making this digital art like years ago and people were probably telling him like what are you doing like you're not making any money he's like he i guess i imagine he said fuck you i'm gonna show you and now you look at him, he's selling – everything he sells is going for, like, 30-E bottom. And, like, he's making so much Jesus money. So like Christ. Like, bottom. Like, he's making millions on everything. Like, everything he makes is already sold before he even finishes it, probably. So, like, I just – I don't think there's any – you really can't say, like, this is what it's going to be because I don't, like – I don't see it stopping. And, like, I'll, like, I'll bring this back to earlier when we were talking about how you have to believe in the vision to really believe in all this. It's like, you need yeah. to believe in the future going this way to really – allow yourself to go into this because if you really if you still are just like "Ah, i don't don't know i don't think it's really going to happen then you're just going to you're still going to keep looking at nfts as just stupid pictures and stupid videos until you believe in the future going digitally and the metaverse and all that
0: so with you are you then because of that are you going to be like so nfts essentially what it sounds like is nfts are just coding that can be whatever they want it to be so it can be coding for like you said a warehouse a store a house a plot of land um clothes skins any of that so it literally NFTs are just starting right now as pictures but as time progresses they can turn into bigger more more important things
1: yeah hell yeah definitely like, there's already been this new one. It's called Neo Tokyo by this guy. His name's Alex Becker, who I, I started watching when I first got into NFTs. Him and this other guy, Leo Trades. Um, they made this thing called Neo Tokyo, which is literally just a humongous, like, digital community game. And um, literally, they were selling these NFTs that are literally just a picture. Like, you, you, it's a picture, but it's just coding. It's literally just coding on the screen, and it's, they call it your identity. So once you buy that you get an identity and then you can go into that um like metaverse and that's like your person but it's so exclusive that the floor price is already at I think 71 ETH so it's like $250,000 to get in and that's not even the elite class so like like the, there's fucking Christ yeah like there's so much shit to it. it's so like there's there's so many moving parts NFTs and there's there's so much to it and it's so interesting. And I, I just encourage anyone that they should all get into it. Cause there's even though people like will tell you, like, because it is true that a lot of these NFTs aren't gonna make it to the metaverse, like probably 95% of them aren't gonna really turn into blue chips, like blue like that's the thing that makes blue chips blue chips. Like there's not many of them. Right. But even that's just saying that doesn't mean that you can't make money in it still, like maybe you're not going to be able to sell yours for 30 ETH, but you can still make, I would say like thousands of dollars each month just by flipping. If that's what you're into. Like if you just find your niche in the space, there's something for everybody.
0: Right. Exactly. So if there was, what, what advice would you give to somebody looking to get into NFTs, understanding it? Like what advice would you give somebody who hasn't done it yet, but wants to do it?
1: Yeah, I would, Obviously, first thing I would say is do it, like get into it. But I would say do not like FOMO into any project you see. Don't jump in just because you see your best friend jumping in or your favorite influencers telling you to buy something. Do your own due diligence, which is very important. Anything you do, research, research, research. You need to know what you're getting into before you get into it. And in the long run, you'll be better for it. Even if you're somebody you know starts buying now and you have to take a month to learn, take that month because in the end you'll probably be better off than they are that who's just jumping into stuff they don't know about. Because maybe they'll get lucky once be you're are going to get burned if you're just jumping into shit you don't know about.
0: Right, exactly. I mean it's the same thing as stocks. You have to actually know what you're it's a, yeah. On. Same right. shit.
1: You have to do your you have to do your own due diligence or else you're gonna get fucked. And that's just it's that's how life is in general, but especially in this space. And again, this is one of the most riskiest like the one of the most risky things going on right now. Like one of the most risky streams of income everywhere, every way you look at because it, there's other there's also projects that are called rug pulls who will build you up, make you think this is such a great project, and then they'll just fuck the project themselves, the creators. They'll just pull like pull their own wells out and then it'll drop. So like there's always stuff you have to look out for and like there's a lot of things you need to learn before you jump into this kind of stuff. Like like I said, like I thought I was gonna be buying and buying and selling NFTs, making thousand dollars two months ago. And I literally am like just now about to get like my first one fully or my second one, technically.
0: So is there, is there any way that you've recognized to be able to see when they're going to be trying, like when somebody is going to be doing a rug pull or is that kind of like, if it happens, you're SOL?
1: Uh, you can kind of see that in products that from the start, there's always a bunch of like, it's never happened to me, obviously, but I've seen, I, I've heard about one recently, I guess things you can kind of look for is just like shaky start. Like you can, like there's shakes and jumps from the start with NFTs. Like, um, Creators and artists being sketchy, not not giving you full information about the project, about not like answering questions, um just discrepancies in the information, one one telling you this, another one telling you this, just like a lot of unprofessionalism. And then a toxic community obviously will really mm. fuck the whole thing. If you if you join a Discord and see a toxic community, you might as well just leave Discord because if there's if it's toxic before it even releases, it's gonna be way more toxic after it releases. That's
0: something you can bet on. It sounds like community is like the backbone to all of this.
1: It is basically. I would I think a lot of people would agree with me in the space that community is the one of the most, if not the most important thing about NFTs.
0: That's insane. So the people really have all the power in this in this space.
1: They do at the end of the day, they they basically make the floor and then there's always going to be paper hands who are just gonna flip. But as long as you have enough people who are strong about the project and they hold, like you can make projects a success. It just it's all about how everybody is as a whole. And how if they believe in the artists, if they believe in the creators, then like they can take it as far as it'll go.
0: Fair enough. Um so If there was one thing that you wanted to really hammer home with the audience today, like the one thing that you want them to really take away from today's episode, what is that one thing?
1: I would say, probably the one thing that I want everyone to know is that you are not too late. It might feel like you are. Like that's how I felt two months ago. And you're just, you're not, you're not too late. It's literally day zero of of NFTs, it's so new. And if it feels like it's oversaturated, it's because you're so submerged in it that you can't tell anymore. That's what's happened to me. Like, I feel like everybody knows what's going on just because I'm so into it. And then you take yourself out of it and then you look around, like there's, it's, it's so new. It's don't miss this. Don't miss this entire new thing. Do your own due diligence and just don't miss this wave of like, and don't be scared of it either. Don't not believe in it because your parents tell you not to believe in it. Don't not believe in it because like, Because a lot of people don't understand it. You don't understand you're not going to believe in it. So, I mean, I would just say, do your own research and then make your decision from there. Don't be scared of it.
0: Absolutely. Well, I wanted to thank you, Rocco, for coming on today and talking about NFTs. You really opened my eyes to a lot of the shit.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I want everybody to make sure to like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Um, Put in the comments any questions you have about NFTs. Uh, If we have enough, we'll bring Rocco back on to explain some more shit. Um... And thank you for joining us today on this episode.